Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick. Julie. I'm Emma. And today we're talking about a whole host of things, and I'm going to tell you what they are. I'm flexing my mask muscle this Pride Month by watching women's gymnastics, women's tennis, and SNL compilation clips. Julie, what are you watching? Oh, I watched a little Welcome to Plath Mill, Sweet Tooth, Psychology in Seattle, listening to a book, and then of course we talked about drag race. Our bread and butter carbs are not out, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else, because my gosh, España is amazing, and Down Under, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Hope you enjoy this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks all over the place. Thanks all over the place. What? Thanks all over the place. What? Thanks all over the place. Yeah. Thanks all over the place. Thanks. 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 That was perfect. Amazing. Well, then let's do it. Let's dive right on in. What you got to talk about this week? Well, Julie, I have decided to sort of redirect any interest that I have in engaging with the public at large, both platonically and sexually, by instead diverting all of that energy into women's gymnastics, tennis, and SNL compilations on YouTube. And let me tell you, it has been wholly fulfilling. (laughs) My hole has not been filled, but that has been wholly fulfilling. (laughs) Yeah. What's going on? Are you going out on a date or what? I, so I, there's now four people that I've made arrangements to go out with. And I was like, so I'm mentally unprepared for this situation. (laughs) So I don't know. Did we or did we not? Do we have proof of this, Emma, of his constant whining during the pandemic about not getting any? (laughs) We can do a compilation. Absolutely. I'm getting vaccinated. I'm going to get it. It's like those videos on the internet. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but it's a series of tubes. And in these tubes, they create videos sometimes, known as the internet. And they'll have dogs barking at each other through a fence, and the fence opens, and they freak out. I was, like, raring to go. And as soon as the gate opened, I was like, oh, no, I'm terrified of everything. Yeah, but the gate opened, like, six weeks ago now. Six weeks ago, I know. I know, but it's like, okay, how long does it... They say it takes half the time you were together to get over a breakup. <laughs> For a pandemic, that? I the think it's double the time. It was on Friends. Was that sex it was on Friends. City? You need oh, to watch Friends at least for the history. Um, <laughs> all of Emma and I's pop culture knowledge and life knowledge came from Friends, Frasier, and those two things. Yeah. But I think for a pandemic, it'll take double the time. It's going to take me two years to financially recover from this, like Tiger King. I haven't recovered from watching Tiger King. <laughs> that was great. Didn't we do a watch party? Our one and only, like, texting <laughs> we watch did. party? That was just stressful, though, because I was trying to feverishly type all my jokes, but I wasn't as fast as everyone else because I had a lot of claws. I fought the claw and the claw won. And so I was just, like, trying to keep up with all these people, and it was exhausting. I was so stressed. All, fi- all five of us? It was exhausting. <laughs> Well, you were clipping them out. Your sister was clipping them out, too. And I was just like, there's so many zingers, and I feel like mine are better, but I can't get them out. (laughs) I'm glad that you didn't share the winners with us, but knew they were better than what we were producing. Yeah, no, I mean, all that I am is unearned confidence. It's like the Pride Month thing. It's like white male gays just need to sort of step down a little bit because just stop it. Yeah. That's what I've been telling myself, is I'm just, like, parading through everyone, doing, like, the hills are alive, twirls everywhere. <laughs> so, I'm not watching the tennis, not of, like, anything other than I just don't watch tennis anymore, but does it seem to matter that Naomi and whoever the other chick are dropped out, or nobody cares? So, um, the Naomi thing was absolutely huge. It 
blew the field wide open. Then Serena lost, and then oh. Azarenka lost, and then all the major contenders lost. So it looks like Iga Sviantek, who was a really good friend of Naomi Osaka, who won last year, will likely win the title. So that's good. She's a very cerebral Polish player who's socially awkward and has been very open about traveling with a sports psychologist for over two years. She just turned 20. Be sweet. They've been showing compilations of the ridiculous, ridiculous questions that the tennis players are asked after matches. Yeah. Also, Roger Federer treated the Roland Garros. It's pronounced like, Federer. It's, Feder, <laughs> it's Federer squared because there's yeah. a lot of them. Federer. <laughs> Yeah, Roger Federer, 50, over 50% of his name is E-R. <laughs> Roger Federer. So true. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Once again, Federer. So he turned to the Roland Garros like a tune-up tournament and then just like dipped after we won a match and was like, I'm good now. And it's like, okay, so you guys had so much problem with Naomi Osaka being like, I can't do this because of my mental health. But he's like, I can't do this because of my physical health and dips out and that's fine. They're the same. We need to start treating mental and physical health as like the oh, same. And men and level. women and white people and people of color. I mean, take a pick. Take a pick. I pick all of them. What a great idea. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch any women's gymnastics except for Simone Biles' floor routine. Yes. Which is amazing. Her tumbling is insane. She has moves that are unbelievable. But is that going to be her Olympic routine? Because yes. that music is not fun. I didn't so, clap. I didn't <laughs> sing. You know, those college girls are doing like all the fun dances. I guess she can't do that, but I, I at least want the clapping part. The clapping <laughs> parts. I know. Well, the, one of the fun things about Simone is that she always incorporates uh, one of her vocals saying, oh, and that's always neat. So a lot of people will do that. Oh, with her. It's just adorable. But what she does, she has, she's a skill on vault named after her. If she lands the double pipe vault it. that she debuted, That'll be her second vault that's named after her because you have to land it in an international competition for it to be named after you. So that'll be the Bios 2 on vault. She's the Bios 1 on floor, which is a double layout with a half twist. And then she's the triple double, which right. is the Bios 2. And then on the beam, she is a Bios, which is a double double dismount. She's insane. And the, the F- double layout with the half turn. You can't even see her turn in the air. It's just I like, it it's like a motion. little flick. I know. I don't understand. You have to go super, super slow. Have you seen that YouTube or that video on Twitter where it like goes fully slow-mo to some no. like very Caucasian music in the background? <laughs> it's like super Lilith Fair. Like, I want to buy you a basket. And push you inside. <laughs> while she's like doing some of the most insane athleticism. Like, obviously she's the greatest gymnast of all time. Full stop. Between men and women. I would argue that she's the great. I would argue that she's the greatest athlete of all time. With who? Not with me, because I don't give a shit. <laughs> you could maybe argue with Emma or Frank if he's there, but I would ar- argue with the general public at whole, at large. Sorry, I'm just at thinking about a lot of holes. <laughs> Look, but don't touch, don't touch, don't well, touch. I hope don't touch. honestly I'm that no virgin. one has touched her because she went to the ranch at some point, I'm sure. Yikes. Oh, no, she has admitted that she was a victim of Larry Nassar. Oh Unfortunately, she admitted it on Megyn Kelly. Um, so Megyn Kelly got that story. Fuck her. But, yeah, Simone Biles was one of the many people who was abused by Larry Nassar. That's depressing. <laughs> but one of the things, and some of the gymnasts, like Ali Raisman and Nora Flatley, who was, like, hella injured and never actually made it to the Olympics because she was, like, overtrained. But all of them were talking about how different the culture is. Like, when Marta's watching, like, an absolute drill sergeant at best and an overseer at actuality, 
there's like laughter and people are engaging and it's not just like these children who are forced into these uncompromising, horrific conditions. So it's improving, but the U.S. gymnastics team has not been held accountable. They have not made any changes. They have not launched an independent investigation. It's just like, fuck you. What's wrong with everybody? Uh, Everyone sucks. Oh, but a fun story that developed was Jordan (laughs) Childs, who trains at the same gym as Simone, under the tutelage of this very sweet French couple. They're both um, (laughs) former gymnasts themselves, Cecile and Laurent Landy. And (laughs) Jordan Childs, which rhymes with Biles, uh, are both almost locks to be the Olympic team. It's so cute. And then Jordan was so, because she had so many difficulties with consistency over the years, and now in the past three events that have taken place or competitions this year, she's hit every single routine, like no falls or anything. And she's just become a beacon of consistency, and she was crying. And then Simone was like, you deserve this, obviously. Like, pull yourself together. Aww. <laughs> she's like, very, I will destroy sweet. you, but keep go- keep it up. Keep up the good <laughs> Well, work. they're on the same team when it comes to the, the world, like the, the team competition. But then, yes, Simone will destroy everyone. <laughs> Wow. And so then to lighten up all that, you decided to watch some SNL compilations. I just can't stop, Julie. I just cannot stop. Like what right? year are you in this year? Last year? What? All of them have like super Gen Z titles of like things that I watch when I don't have enough serotonin or things that keep me from killing myself. Cause like Gen Z is just over existing, which who can blame them. Um, and it's just random compilations. Most of them are relatively recent, but sometimes you'll get like a wild 1980s sketch in there and it's like, Oh my God. What a decade. (laughs) Who are those people? (laughs) Well, I've been watching a little bit of former cast member Jimmy Fallon um, with The Roots. When when they do with The Roots at home and they're doing like children's instruments and stuff, it makes me cry every single time. (laughs) Yeah, that's really hard. I mean, every... Have you watched the one with the Panic at the Disco dude? What's his name? Brendan. Oh, Brendan. That's a good name. Um, Is it? I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> he, is that his name? I know he came out as pansexual. That's all I know. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, now I have to be nicer to him. Um, so I watched the one. I'm going to make you watch part of it. If I can get it to go full screen. Where the dude from Panic at the Disco, not about his sexuality in any way, but he is living for himself in the camera and doesn't ruin it still. I mean, <laughs> I thought he would. We can't see it. Are we supposed to? Okay, there it goes. Can you see him? Yes. He's loving himself in the center Oh, square. yes. <laughs> Do you think he's looking right at himself? I, I yes. Think yeah, I mean, he's jacking off below the screen. <laughs> I mean, the roots, everyone in the roots makes me happy. All of them. Whether they're playing the table or the harmonica or the glass. I love them so much. It's just so He's looking a little punchable, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so I love the version, and I, I highly recommend, if you need a little taste of joy, they are... Anytime Who does it? Says anything. Everyone does. Although, yeah. even with Bieber, that was a little bunch for me with the Duma Peaches down in Georgia, but... Do you guys find joy in those as well? I just really don't like Jimmy Fallon at all. Say, I nice haven't thing. seen the Zoom versions. I've only seen the in-person with all the little kids' instruments, which are really cute. The Zoom ones at home are great. They're just great. I mean, Questlove, I, he has been DJing this whole um, pandemic. 
Like you're like, D-Nice is DJing in Questlove. You're like, all right, six hours of Questlove. Thank you for free on Instagram. What? Yes, dance. Mm, uh. Shout out to Bob. What? So I don't know what it is about Questlove, but he just makes my heart happy. He is a dude. Now, I did watch all of Sweet Tooth, which is a new fantasy sci-fi on Netflix. Yeah, Emma tried to describe the title of that show several times. Do you want to? Title is Sweet Tooth. No, no, no. But she was not. She was close. She was in the confectionery genre. What were you calling it, Emma? I couldn't remember. I I knew it was like sugar, sugar high, sugar rush. She was like jickle, jickle high, jickle high, jickle high. Mecca, mecca, sugar, sugar high, sugar high, sugar high. So, you know, Netflix is like, hey, Julie, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have nothing, Netflix, what are you doing? And they're like, you should totally watch this show. I'm like, I don't want to watch this show. There's a little boy with antlers on the title. This doesn't sound like fun at all. They're like, just give it a try, Julie. I'm like, all right, Netflix, okay, fine. So I hit play, whatever. And it's terrifying. Can I, can I just say, I love that your Netflix is chill is with Netflix itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. We were at dance yesterday, and there was a little boy standing there judging us with his hands on his <laughs> hips. And I turned to everybody. I'm like, does everybody else see that boy? Am I having a sixth sense moment? Like, you can see him, right? And then after a song, he's like, what song is that? And I told him, and he's like, the, the dance really goes with that music. We're like, thanks, eight-year-old fuckface. Bye. <laughs> so Sweet Tooth starts out, and there's a terrible virus. Only this it. virus no, is killing people. They get this, like, little shaky finger. They're calling it the sick. And at the exact same time, hybrid babies are starting to be born. Two human people are giving birth to a baby that is now... Part baby, a part deer, part goat, part uh, hedgehog, pig. And so the earth is like totally out of control. A million people are dead like the first week. It's awful. Neighbors are turning on each other. So this one guy takes his baby and goes off to Yellowstone. And they're there for nine years before they run into anybody. And Is this a fake Yellowstone? Yes. It's in okay. New Zealand. Or it's in Australia. It's I so she did gorgeous. Some air quotes and I was like, yeah. Yellowstone's a real place. The <laughs> only thing that. that kept me from not completely losing my mind while watching it was that it was so lush and green. It wasn't like that gray acid rain Blade Runner dystopian yeah. future. It was like, we're living in this lush garden, so you guys can fuck off. Um, and then a guy so comes and says, fun. like, they're like, well, what's going on? Is the six still there? What about the hybrids? Um, and the guy's like, well, once the internet went down, all hell broke loose and we just turned tribal and everyone started trying to take what was left. And I was like, oh my God, we're like five seconds away from now. We're all going to die. And I'm like, so then I start thinking, first of all, I'm going to have panic attacks. So I have to like chill out there. And then I'm like, do I want to become like a doomsday prepper? Do I, like, cause if it happens, if the internet goes down today, I'm fucked. I'm totally fucked. I got nothing. Yeah. I got no skills. I have no canned food. I have nothing. We're dead. <laughs> all I have is fresh vegetables right now. So then I went through like a half a day of like, should I become a doomsday prepper? Maybe I just need to move out into the woods. Um, and then it gets really, really good. So it ended up being really amazing, really smart. Lots of things come together at the end. There's obviously a season two. Um, it's produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, but I got sucked but right in. That, it's great. I'm embarrassed to say how much I liked it. I really liked it a lot. <laughs> the acting now, is great. It's gorgeous to look at. It's terrifyingly relevant. My question is, does Simone make an appearance hawking <laughs> sweet tooth? Is, is the she only does question not. I have about that. Simone, Simone Yeh from Drag Race, she is not there. Which is unfortunate. No, USA Today actually had that advertisement on the front hybrid page. Hybrid babies. And it said hybrid babies being born with this dude with antlers on it. And then it cut off. So like the front page before the fold just had hybrid babies. And really tiny script, it said, ad. <laughs> 
So Twitter went bananas, right? So like, I know I'm the only person watching this show in my group of friends. So I'm going to check with Twitter and see who's watching it. It's, it's just evil. You know, right wing people are like, this is fucking bullshit. And they're trying to prepare everybody for what they're doing. And you think this pandemic is bad. They're just getting you ready and brainwashed for the next one. I'm like, it's just oh about this really cute little kid. Um, Will Forte is like the only person in it that I've ever seen before, but it's really good. I really liked it a lot. I'm embarrassed. I don't care. <laughs> because my other watch this week was sort of Welcome to Platteville, which is about the 11 whitest people in the history of the world. I was like, is this the search for Ben Platt's newest teen role where he doesn't belong? Because I would watch that. Lay off Ben Platt. Everyone's so mean to him. I'm not mean to him. He just can't even create a plat with his rapidly receding hair, and yet he's playing a high schooler. I watched a boy with antlers, and I went with it. Like, come on, it's Ben Platt. He has a beautiful voice. He's a beautiful voice, excellent on the Broadway stage. He's dating a fellow Evan Hansen. It was hilarious when Twitter realized that Evan Hansen was straight. All that stuff's fun. It's just is he, he does look like, I want to say Martina Hingis's mom. <laughs> well, John Lovett said that there is a certain space for little gay men that look like them, and we should celebrate them, and I agree. Yes, no, we should be John celebrating Lovett the is Caucasian. laying down with Ronan Farrow every day. <laughs> every day. I wish I could be so lucky. I want to be part of that world. Oh, the on the Jimmy Fallon uh, with the Roots, they did the BTS boys. <laughs> Why are you feeling my boobs? Virtually? Because what is the deal with those guys? BTS? Yeah. Oh my God. Let me. T- I've got all the deets, all the details <laughs> about that. Sandpaper, terrifying skin. Oh my God. I mean, so, they're just like clean. They're like pulled so taut. It's like terrifying. So now, instead of Brazil, South Korea is like the plastic surgery mecca of the entire world. They're, they're children. Not any more than that. They're grown. <laughs> John Cook, who's the youngest, the maknae of the group, they call it, which is the youngest. We call we call that a, a Ricky. Um, Shit. Outside, inside, yeah, out. Menudo. Yeah, he was the youngest yeah. from Menudo. Yeah, yeah. Um, is now 25. So, and there's been so much scandal about him finally revealing all his tattoos. But yes, it is, uh, they are pinched and prodded and gorgeous. They look terrifying. They don't look like real people. Well, I'm sure that was a lot of stage makeup, too. Okay. Because dive in. They have V lives where they look <laughs> very natural. Really? Yeah. In this Jimmy Fallon video, they are terrifying space creatures they do not the best like thing people. is that jimin who's one of the seven members of bts has a lovely little bromance with jimmy fallon i'm assuming from jimmy fallon's vibe i think that jimin genuinely one that gets railed by uh jimmy <laughs> fallon i'm into that are they all openly straight so you can't be openly anything and okay. as a k-pop group member you have to be whatever is most marketable which is ambiguity so they'll mm. actively like their companies will actively encourage them to engage in bromances so it's like their sexuality is questionable but they can't be like openly anything dating anyone but bts has had a lot of great moments where they made a i've watched so many bts videos over quarantine it is insane and by quarantine i mean just life in general now <laughs> i can't even blame it on the pandemic um but they created a comic book once and they made all the characters um gender non-conforming so they're very sweet about recognizing the queer community, which is lovely. And Jimin is definitely part of the community. He won't come out yet, but I've seen it. I've seen the fan cams. I know what's going on. I know the truth. Full Circle Sweet Tooth is also based on a comic, but not starring the kids from BTS. <laughs> <laughs> They're adults. They're grown men. 
The oldest one will have to complete his compulsory military service soon. You have to do it before you're 30. Terrifying. Jump in. Dive on in, babe. There's a whole just, world out there. I, yeah. Well, I'm in Plathville with these uh, super white people who are fundamentalist Christians, but they're so fundamentalist they can't even like find a church that they like. Is this so, a comedy? No, no. It's a reality show on TLC. I hate that. Okay. I don't know who told me to watch it. So remember when we watched Love is Blind? Uh-huh. Tragically, those memories will never leave me. And then I started watching the psychologist in Seattle who was like reviewing the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I love him. He's great. I learned so much from watching him. So he's watching that show. So I was like, oh, I'll just run through it and watch it. And it's terrifying. It's just awful. And I think the parents are demons. And... um but um, Dr. Honda says they're not. And then a lot of these <laughs> shows just make you think that about the parents. His name's um, Dr. Honda? Dr. Kirk this, Honda. He's a psychologist a in Seattle. Thing? He has a YouTube show. He's got um, he's had a podcast for like 12 years. Oh, gross. He reacts to things people tell them to. Like he does a lot of 90 Day Fiance. He did Tiger King. He did Love is Blind. I think he did The Circle. He did the um, Fire Festival people, the Nexium people, Elizabeth Theranos. You know, my all my friends. So, <laughs> cult uh, shows, cult shows. Let's all watch a cult show. Nice. The best. So he's been really explaining to me family dynamics. So, okay, so there's like the oldest girl, Hosanna. So they've never been to school. They've only ever been homeschooled. They live yeah. on a farm. They really are the palest, blondest people with blue eyes you've ever seen. More so Hosanna BTS. gets married and, and moves away. Mary has maybe with Bill's Um But she... <laughs> Doesn't go to college even though she got a full ride because why does she need to learn at college when she can learn by doing? So yeah. she plays violin and her... It's like Topanga all over again. She got sexually into Yale. ambiguous husband plays piano while they sing Christian music on tour. Okay. So then Elijah... Nope. Of course Ethan. there's an Elijah. Nope, it's no, Ethan. His name's Elijah. It's nope. canon now. His name's Elijah. Ethan marries <laughs> Olivia. She came from a fundamentalist Christian background also, but not as strict as his. And she gave him his first Coca-Cola at the age of 20. He'd never seen TV. Now the mom watches TV and does whatever she wants, but she doesn't let the kids do any of that stuff. And they have to like clean up around the house and take care of the other nine kids. Anyway, he moves out and Olivia's <laughs> like, you know, your mom doesn't like me and she doesn't trust us and she doesn't. So then Micah and the other one, they get thrown out because they won't follow the rules. And Micah has become a model for international male catalog and he's super christian and i don't even think he's gay but they said the gays come first and then the women unfortunately right Wait, the gays come first and the women yeah the gays think that you're attractive and they make you popular oh yeah 100 percent. yeah they'll turn on you on a dime though my god fickle (laughs) beasts now all it's gonna take for me is like i don't know some sort of very strong hallucinogenic (laughs) oh wow sorry can you see micah I can't see Micah, yeah. Oh, my God. Poor Micah. So this is all... He's not going to survive. What do you mean? The male modeling industry still, even post-Me Too, is super sexually exploitative. Well, he got signed with some pretty famous place down in Miami. Anyway. So is Plattville just one family? Yes. Well, the Platts are a family. Gotcha. We're just calling it Plattville. That's the name of the show, Emma. That's all. So, anyway, (laughs) they are... 
middle of the road people possibly abusing their children. Oh, so did I, I told you about when my dad was on Oprah. So this is like the Duggars. Which one of them's a pedophile? Yes. Which one is it? That's the real question, right? Well, there, it could be the next one, but I'm not sure. But I, I know I told you that when my dad was on Oprah, the topic was parents who'd accidentally murdered their children. So the mom accidentally ran over the son when he was 17 months old with a car. I'm like, were, were we in? Were you in the limo? Do we know each other? Oh my god! <laughs> so Yikes. they're just bizarre. But watching them and then watching Dr. Honda talk about it been very calming and relaxing this week. <laughs> really appreciated it. So what? Honda has a YouTube. How do we find Dr. Honda? Psychology in Seattle. Amazing. And yeah, so we he's we Dr. watched Preacher. him. Preacher, great. <laughs> He's awesome. He's great. You will. He's just very calming and rational, and like making sense. And he's like, well, that. Mariah gets labeled as the black sheep and the troublemaker. And then once she's kicked out of the house, someone else is going to have to rise up. You know what I mean? Like that. There are all these parts to be played. And Lydia has been the good one. And now maybe she's not going to be and blah, blah, blah. But oh, on the final episode of season <laughs> two, because like the dad is super creepy. Barry, if you're listening, you're super creepy. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So Ethan has come to lay down the law and defend his wife, and she's terrified, so she doesn't even want to be there. So she's in the car in the driveway, like way down the farm. And um, he's like, I just came. I want to be able to talk to my siblings. And they're like, no, just we came. don't trust you. You can't See, talk to I knew there was a pedophile. I knew it, Julie. I it's knew not, it. It's not Ethan. He's not a pedophile. He doesn't even understand Well, his life. name's he's Elijah. Like, Please put some respect <laughs> on Home Alone's name. my favorite movie. So as he's... <laughs> He, they're like, the can masturbate. The parents are like, where's <laughs> Olivia? He's like, she's in the car, but she doesn't want to see you, but I would like to bring the kids down to say goodbye to her. And they're like, no, you can't. And so then they eventually start to storm off. The dad does. He's like, well, I'm going to say hi to Olivia. And Ethan grabs him, and he's like, you will not. It was like almost goes to blows. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> then all the kids are crying, and they go to Lydia, not the mom. And you're like, mm, yeah, right, Dr. Honda. Nothing wrong with these people. So this is like the best of my world. I don't have to get to know anybody and I have somebody to judge them with. It's fucking fantastic. See, these Christian reality TV shows are like Game of Thrones. There's too many characters to keep track of. And honestly, it's exhausting. We love Game of Thrones. We love most of Game of Thrones. (laughs) I've also been watching Legendary. Have you guys been watching Legendary this year? No, that's one. No. I haven't gotten to there. Well, we're almost done, but Bob and Monet and I are all on the same page about the tragedy that happened this week. Tragedy. So what's anyway, the I'm not going to spoil it. You guys should watch it. Okay. Oh, they're all houses from the Voguing, Did right? They, so there's like so the house of Comte de Garcon, season, right? mm-hmm. season two. Yes. Law Roach is a judge. Jamila Jamil. Megan the Stallion, who is the greatest person in the history of the world. Um, Laomi, who's the original like Vogue goddess. She's fucking amazing. Deshaun is the host. All right. So it's like House of Tishi, like, House, House of Comte de Garçon. <laughs> it is. And last year they did it pre-pandemic. So there were crazy fans screaming and yelling. But this year it's silent. <gasps> is this the one where there was that clip of a woman walking by in a cape and one of the queens grabs it, twirls it around and pulls her yes! back? Yes. That ah, was the Vogue off at the end. Yes. HBO Max, legendary. I think it's only got one or two weeks left. <gasps> So good. You guys, yes. we need to watch that. Because okay. well, if Jamila Jamil gets on your nerves at all, which she did last year because of all of her weird comments and why was she hosting the show anyway, Laomi she immediately came tears her to shreds. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. And, you know, they always say the ball culture is where everything came from. Everything we know, every catchphrase from Drag Race comes from the ball culture. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know 10s, 10s, 10s across the board came from there. Every week you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. We're watching the ripoff show. 
Speaking of ripoff shows, um, Crystal, oh. Crystal from UK, and then Peppermint are about to have a reality show where houses compete against each other, and they're going to be hosting it. So, will the House of Avalon be there? It? I don't know that House of Avalon is truly a house. They have a house, but I don't know if it's like a ball culture house. It's more of like a pop culture house. You're saying that Peppermint is going to host something about ball culture? Yeah, they're going to have competing houses. So it's called them. Legendary? No, it's a, I, I mean, essentially it's Legendary, I'm assuming. It's like Drag Race meets Legendary and then Crystal's there for some reason. Where is the show going to take place? I don't, Julie, I saw a tweet. I was not <laughs> expecting an Inquisition. <laughs> All right, well, since we're there already, are you ready to get to some drag race? Bring it to the runway. Runway. So we've got two that are airing concurrently right now, and at one time we'll have three coming Woo! up. Perk your ears, pique your interest, because Julie has a brand new fantasy game that we'll be playing as All Stars airs. But yes, did you look over that? I sent it to you. Yeah, it was amazing. I looked it over five minutes before we got on because I don't check my actual email. All right, so what did you think of Down Under this week? So I did appreciate the um, <laughs> What's Your Packin' Down Under. Funny, hilarious, objectifying man. Who wouldn't love that? Um, Me? Where, well, I'm obviously being facetious. I guess it's Why not won't that this obvious. go forward? Uh... But they have that traditional <laughs> thing where men are being undressed, but instead of just their bulges, there are stuffed animals down there. Scarlett Adams, who oh, famously took said, "So many screenshots, screenshots of the bulges." Yeah. Okay, this guy, this member of the pit stop pit crew, Number he doesn't look like he wants to be there. I know. He, does, like, he doesn't look like he wants to be there ever. I wish. He I don't think away. a lot of people super well. Number nine, he did. Absolutely <laughs> number nine was like, I got a yeah. Ru. What did he say? Like a RuPaul cock or cock a doodle Ru? Uh -huh. That was super. That was interesting. That was a thing that happened. This is so funny. yeah. Number two was absolutely all the the gay chat forums are super abuzz about number two. They already know his social security number, blood type, everything. Oh well, he is a big old piece of man candy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really hate these games, but you add a little furry and I'm in. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was not into it because they obscured the bulges. What's the point? Because some it? of us would it. rather see that. <laughs> like that's what some of these are actually, there must be a hole that they cut into the Speedo. Yeah, that's slither. why I took a picture of this one actually, because I didn't understand it. Oh my yeah, God. so he clearly cut it. So if you take that out, it's just dick. There's just a dick underneath that room. There's got to be layers. I feel like Emma. That's, that's risky. Emma. <laughs> Emma. Also, Julie, I can't race. believe you love it more with the furries. <laughs> I thought you were going to be so appalled by this. <laughs> no, I do not enjoy seeing men's dicks in their underwear. Just uh, It's like, oh my God. So no, I'd much rather just see a little furry animal. <laughs> what if they were puppets and someone was reaching around from I don't, behind? Don't make Would that make there. it? Would that make it? No. Oh, I just don't want him to be there if he doesn't want to be there. I mean, this is terrible. This is like what me is, too nonsense. It is spot that if this were a straight easily. man and women, we would never let this happen. Um, but you can speak for your community if you think this is not a problem. <laughs> well, I don't speak for the entire queer community as much as you don't speak for all women. 
But I do think it is problematic, for sure. And seven, it is spot the heterosexual. And it's just like, there it is. He is he is forced into this situation. Probably for I money, mean, though. I guess you know. I know, but... <laughs> That's like how it all work. starts, Emma. You do it for the money. <laughs> so Maxi Shield wins the mini challenge because she guesses platypus or whatever. I don't understand how they couldn't guess platypus. It's just like, come on, do you not know you're... Well, in comes the all-gay rugby team. So we were right. It is rugby dudes. Which I do love when they're gay because they feel more game as opposed to the straighties who are just like... Although sometimes, because that Chester dude that Cracker made up was very into his final look. Yes. Turned into a super whore. And Sarge, all the... I felt like all the guys Uh, who worked Wintergreen, yes. (laughs) So into it. So Art Simone says he doesn't care who he can... You know, he's a great makeup artist. He can do anybody. He's like, but some jobs are harder than others. Sorry, Carl. It's just who's ever the most attractive, chiseled, traditionally masculine man is always the most difficult. Well, I, he's not tra- chiseled or attractive. This is an, a not attractive man, don't you think? Well, I mean, he does look like his body was partially masticated by some sort of large beast. But other than that, be cute. I feel like these two guys are the hottest. Oh, no. The little one in the middle with the glasses that gets oh. paired up. Oh. With Art Simone. Exactly. Craft Simone. Just why is she there, Simone? What do you mean? Just I still have not gotten over the way she was unceremoniously brought back in. But that doesn't that's not her fault. It's not her fault. I just I'm not blaming her. I just don't get it. So they're all paired up with somebody. And then we have to have the uh, obligatory. Let's see if you can walk in heels. Oh, my God. You walk like a man. I do. I, it does look like it's faux fur, but the sort of mink Cruella de Vil coat <laughs> that Electra is wearing is stun. I like stun. her so much as a person. I wish they were not so mean to her. Also, she looks so different back when she still had hair as a youth. I'll send you some photos. They are risque. Clothed or not clothed? Okay, so it's an advertisement for condoms where she is unclothed, but sitting in a way that you can only see side by. Okay. She's Freddie Prince Jr. ring covering her junk with a. Uh, I find him very attractive. Out of very attractive. Yeah. And he's very well hung. I'll send you those photos too. No, thank you. Keep your pornography over there. So That's I feel hard. like the guy who got to be Fetamine was the only person who was really feeling his fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is the one who was partners with the partially masticated dude. Yes, that got Carl. Yes. Partially masticated. This so. Chewed. The guy, that, this guy, Fetamine, is talking to Ketamine, and he's saying a word well, in Well, in this screenshot, he's saying, Mana Kinga Tanga. Yeah, and, and he's like, you, ra- you made uh, you yeah, I forgot, me so you much took energy. Maori with, uh, <laughs> took Maori with Shane. Took Maori with Shane. Shane has taught me a handful of Maori words in the eight years that I've known him. <laughs> but most well, of the very time that I could have learned on Drag Race. <laughs> He's like, you lifted up my spirits, which lifts up your spirits. It's just like super sweet. I like Kidda so much now. I'm really starting to get like the favorites of who I can tolerate, which after the blackface debacle did not make it that difficult. And at this juncture, it's Kidda, Electra, and Maxi. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Maxi's about to depart. Uh, They're ripping on Art Simone because he's doing his own makeup (laughs) while his partner's just sitting there with glued up eyebrows. He's like, oh yeah, your eyebrows look great. It's just gonna be a minute, but I they did. they ended up being beat. So who cares? Their faces yeah. were beat. Mm-hmm. 
I do love how you can tell when we don't particularly fully enjoy a queen when we use male pronouns instead of female pronouns. It's like, they're not worthy of the she. That's a dude, and he sucks. Well, I'm still a big Art Simone fan. I, the, what he does is, or she does is amazing. Yeah, I just, I mean, I feel like the show did him a real disservice by just bringing him back with no explanation. Agreed. Everything is super produced always, but that puts him in a very uncomfortable position. It puts the fandom in an uncomfortable position because they're going to blame the queen. It just sucks all around. Ketamine and Fetamine look amazing. Stunning. Corella DeVille, where you at? So fun. And they were cracking it up and selling it and having a great time. They were having fun. (laughs) Have you heard about the new Cruella DeVille movie? Yeah, I could not give a fuck. The lore (laughs) is like, so the reason that she hates Dalmatians is because her mom was killed by one. What? I just kept imagining, I just kept imagining Electra coming in with a Dalmatian on her hand, on their hand, just being like, (laughs) a Dalmatian ate my mama. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's so terrible. Terrible. What can you do? Yeah. Out comes Electroshock and Re-Reaction. So this is actually Miss Fame's knockoffs, because this is very much an entry look for Miss Fame. Just bad. I, I don't even think the makeup looks that bad. She's trying to look like an alien. No, the makeup's not bad. The clothes are, though. Well, they rip on her for the makeup. Well, yeah, I don't agree with... Um, can, we, the can we talk about how much eye tape is going on with RuPaul? Jesus Christ. Oh it looks RuPaul like we caught well her taped. on a windy day. <laughs> but her eyes are pulled back forever. Yeah, it's the, I mean, again, Miss Fame. Yes, but you can't even tell who's who. I thought, I thought Electra did a great job. Mm-hmm. I'm really sick of everyone shitting on her constantly. I know. Now, here come two anal fishers, Maxi Shield and Silhouette. Oh. What the fuck? Oh, my God. This is I bad. do like Silhouette. That's cute. Then as a name or the outfit? As the name. No, the outfits are... I kind of do like the outfits if they were what? better. The yeah. headdress is the concept, insane. The con- they look like schmooze. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what schmooze is, but it feels right. Or you don't know who the schmoo was? <laughs> no. Hold, please. He's a cartoon. He's a ghost. Tiny little head, big body, no arms. That's a, pe- yeah. that's a penis. That's a penis, Molly. <laughs> it's not a penis. It's a schmoo. Everything's a penis. Everything. Then they did all these weird rugby things. <laughs> I, I did not enjoy. So it very much reminded me of, like, aging synchronized swimmers <laughs> that are out of water. <laughs> During their land workout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if Maxie wasn't begging to go home in South, but I don't know what she wanted. So we've got Art Simone and Craft Simone. I don't think they look like they're in the same family at all. They're not. No. Yeah. It's poor. Because, like, well, the hairs are complete. It's like, I understand that they're not the same colors, but they're still neon because both of them still have that same hue. But the hair, you've got some sort of gummy strip on top of... <laughs> the weird sort of Princess Leia went through high humidity of Art Simone, and then you've got Craft Simone looking like one of the Shirelle members. They both look great, though. I mean, the makeup is insane. They don't Makeup's great. Family resemblance, but they look great. Yeah, no, it's good. Scarlet Adams and the Beast. Good. I made a whole garment. Was it good? Was it good, though? Why isn't he wearing a corset? Yeah. And why is his so high cut? Why is he such a dude? No, this it's, was not good. 
It's, it's not, it was quite terrible. I mean, Scarlett looks amazing. She is gorgeous. Speaking of Miss Fame. Yeah. Best names ever, Karen from Finance and Debbie from Debbie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think if Debbie had had a better wig, I think this wig was depressing. I do like when they're not the carbon copy same outfit, though. And this one had some minor alterations, but it was still basically the same outfit. Yeah, yeah. but ketamine and Fetamine are wearing the same outfit, and they're like, this is amazing. They're different they're prints, different though. Prints, For that, yeah. it Whatever. made me. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And I did agree Ooh. with the judges that, like, with the glasses, you couldn't see the transformation, which was, right. like, you know, important for giving her higher marks. Which I didn't feel the same way about the glasses, but maybe it's because I wear glasses and I took that as an affront. Mm, that's fair. I would have <laughs> I would have put her in the bottom. I don't think they look great. As soon as Art Simone came back, ne- what's her name? Nina from Finance? Karen. Karen. <laughs> sure. She just collapsed. Completely yes. collapsed. So, uh, who ends up winning? I name right now. Ketamine! Ketamine and Fetamine. And then so Maxie cute. and Scarlett end up, look at this towel on her head. What is this? <laughs> I like it. I don't, I like it. Tell us why. I just think it's wrong. So, I mean. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. I just think it's like so fun and so weird and everyone's going high glamour. Let's be pretty. And she's just like, you know what I want it to be? A fucking sponge. (laughs) Yeah. Where do you wear this outfit? What is this? Is that hair? You wear it on Drag Race. (laughs) Is that hair with a turban on top? I think so. Is it a mop? It's both. It's both mop and hair with a turban on top. Oh my god. Maybe if the outfit had been good, it wouldn't have mattered that the hair was so weird and bad. But they would both one. just look sloppy. Yes, either one. So you've got a picture of masticated Matt Eisman <laughs> on front of us right now, and it's a little rough. Yeah, girls, come on. <laughs> so Scarlett and uh, Maxie of all the Kylie Minogue, the I know this boring is probably song the least, I've ever I know heard. this is probably the least expensive, but oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> And Scarlett's a dancer. Why was she doing all the rosé box steps from the last <laughs> season? It just does. I mean, of all the songs you could have done for Kylie Minogue, it just makes zero sense to me. Scarlett clearly won. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She was at least enter- mildly entertaining in a really boring song. So next week is a talent extravaganza. I, I mean, their talent is being drag queen performers. That's why it's always rough in the all-stars when they're like the talent portion and they're like, yeah, I'm going to lip sync. But I do love that they get to say who should go home and why because I feel like everyone's going to be like art, 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 art. You think? Yes, I do. Hmm. I very much do. Because it's the easy one. Art went home already. So they're all going to say Electra because they're yeah. so mean. Because she's been in the bottom a couple times and, and they're mean. Like the gate <laughs> bottoms are people too. Okay, there's nothing wrong with being in the bottom. Thank you. All right, well, let's go to the chat and let's read this episode. What will your scores be? Please let me know when you're ready. Ready. And we go. <laughs> oh, Emma, the kindest of the group with a 90. Nick, just, just a little over at 87. <laughs> Julie, right on the head, 86. <laughs> Well done. 
Uh, I am losing a little bit of steam. I'm not really Same. rooting for anybody except Electra. I like them all so much the first week. Maybe they're changing the narrative too much because I was like way into Maxie and now she's gone. And I'm rooting for Kidda, but not that much. And I love Electra, but she doesn't have the greatest fashions. And Art Simone looks great, but he's a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's tough. It is. I just, I mean, I, this started so strong and I was super into it because I yeah. had reticence because I was like, oh my God, we just finished a drag race. I will never. And then I was just like, RuPaul's Drag Race made the best. <laughs> and then it's like, et cetera, was super fun. And then she was just a stone cold bitch. And then you had JoJo Zaho and Coco Jumbo, the only two non-white queens go home immediately. And then Art Simone, who was sandwiched between them, came back. Which, like, if you're going to do producer decisions, make them make sense. Because that's not fair to any of the queens. And then Karen from Hynance immediately tanking. Everyone's shitting on Electra, even though Electra's great. Anita Wiglet going home. Loved, loved her. I did, I did. I like Anita Wiglet. It's just, yeah. I'm, but then, but can I tell you, RuPaul's Drag Race España. Hold on. I'm not there yet. I'm with you. <laughs> but our predictions for this week, you both predicted that Maxie would go home. And I predicted that Electra would go home. Job. You did. Well, you did. You both did a great job. I failed miserably. <laughs> so let's see who you think is going to be in the top next week. Nick? Uh, I feel like I'm going to make some bold predictions. I feel like Karen from Finance is going to go home next week. Okay. And who's going to be in the top? You can do one or two. I think Electra is going to be in the top. And I think... I think Scarlett's going to be in the top. Well, it, they both are going to dance, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. M's? I think Keita's going to be in the top again. Oh, comedy. I like that. You're I smart. feel like she's riding high, and I think she's seasoned at performing, so I think she'll figure something fun out. And apparently she's the funniest in the room, according to the girls. Yeah. <laughs> so you, then who do you have going home? I think I agree. It might be Karen. I feel like the next week's her last shot, and I could easily see her blowing it because that's pretty much what she's done all season. Well, Maxie won last week and went home this week. So using that theory, I'm going to say that Scarlett will go home. I mean, Anita won, won, then went home. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Art's talent would be. He's got to be lip syncing or something. I'm going to go with Art as our winner. I mean, I was wrong last week. I'm ready to be wrong again. (laughs) All right, so what are your thoughts on Drag Race España? So as I'm losing steam with Down Under, oh my God, is Drag Race España just a breath of fresh air? air i'll air a libre if you will because goddamn, it's fun it's exciting it's messy it's bitchy but still has heart it's cool the judges are fun the female judge whose name i will commit to memory in the finale is so this is just emma have you watched spain yet i watched the first episode yeah i don't think i got to watch them both but i definitely got to meet them I, oh, there's some adorable, Aranta, Aranta Cristia La Mancha. (laughs) Yeah. Is clearly a Trixie acolyte, which is adorable. (laughs) And Crystal Methody a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. And then the guest judge, John Cortajarena, I think, who used to date Luke Evans. Oh my gosh, so attractive. (laughs) He is very handsome. With a very strong part, is that the one? Very strong yeah, part. very strong part. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Well, Carmen Farala, who's such a Carmen Ferreira, she's very attractive, very pretty. Very, very attractive. Very one note. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got Sagittaria, who reminds you of Aquaria. So uh-huh. <laughs> like Aquaria very... plus Violet Chashki. <laughs> yeah. And then the drama with um, Davima. Mm-hmm. 
right? The pearl yeah. of the season, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? She's like yeah. really Very pretty, girl. low yeah. energy, doesn't want to be there. <laughs> I want to stay. <laughs> Poopy, yes. there is no other. I mean, maybe, maybe, that's not true. Maybe Angina or Manila. Yeah. yeah. But, but she must be really famous in Spain. fashion-wise, I feel like. No. <laughs> but it seems like she's very, like the other queens are like, it's poopy. Like, she's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite so far? I mean, I... Uh, uh, yeah. I love Hugasio. Hugasio is amazing. Who he won is. the challenge. Yes. He's a little Tammy Brown plus Utica. Two of my favorite queens. <laughs> she's amazing. Yes, uh, I do think the face thing will get old. Eventually, she's going to have to show beauty and not just weird clown mouths. And she will. Truly and she they're will. so mean to her, so every episode has to have somebody they're mean to. <laughs> I think I said it last week, but Carmen Falala as a man is freaking hot as hell. So attractive. Yeah, all yeah. versions of Carmen Falala are pretty, are just uh, otherworldly attractive. The Macarena, I thought, was really f- cute. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Once again, they're winning right? 30,000, yeah, 30,000 euros and some makeup because <laughs> other countries aren't as worth as much as ours is. Now, my one fault with the show is that their lip syncs are entirely too long with songs I don't care about. Okay. <laughs> songs are really long. You're like, okay. And then this week, it's like their Christina, which is like their Madonna or something. So they all do looks of hers. Mm. Since we don't really know her, it's hard. Mm, to be yeah. excited because we don't get the references. But I could do some more homework, I think. Figure it out. But yeah, it's a breath of fresh, really nice. Feels like Canada, feels like Holland. Yeah. Just nice people who are going to get Australia's evil next week. mean. They're mean people. I think that's just their culture. They're just brash. No, I meant Australia as a country. It's yeah. mean. They're mean people. Well, they are descendants from um, criminals, right? Exactly. Aren't the white people from penal colonies? Mm-hmm. Correct. That would be a hard thing to live down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of bitterness. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for Spain. Um, we'll see what happens. It's, it is harder in another, country, another culture where we don't understand the references as much. But they still look gorgeous. Sorry, Emma, don't listen. Whoever went home this week was sad for them. But <laughs> it was so They sad. lost the lip sync and should have gone. I thought the right person won the lip sync. Yeah, but I liked that person. They're like, you can't just wear those damn platforms. She's like, why? They all get to wear heels every time. Why do I have to change? They're like, because they said so. So just do what you're told. She didn't change and then still went home because that's kind of anti-drag race. Right? I don't think she had time to change. <laughs> they were like, they just told her that. And then they were like, and now come back and listen. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Adios. Adios. But next week looks very mean. They're partnering up and they're all talking about how mean everybody is. And then they're like, your partner has decided to go home. And then like a little production assistant with a mask and like headphones on like, oh no. So. Espana has the drama. Very much drama. Also, two, I've heard this on Twitter. I haven't fact checked it yet, but two of the, the two dudes who are part of the judging panel are dating together. Yeah, Um, we got to find out. I need to find out who those guys are. Isn't that wild? Who are those guys? They're Javier and Javier. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a winner. I think it's going to be super fun. So we are going to start our Drag Race Fantasy League. I'm wondering how you feel about these scoring points, which I sent to you. So we'll just go over those real quick. 
So if you win the mini challenge, you get five points. If you win the maxi challenge, you get 15. So you choose a full pool of five people. No, every week you pick three. Okay. Then when we get down to the bottom five, you pick three and you stick with them. You can't change them. That hurts. So let's say this week, who'd you pick? Who was your for Down Under? Electra, Art, and Scarlet. So none of those people won the challenge. None of them won, uh, but they did survive the week. So you would get 15 point, five points each for surviving the week. So you have 15 so far. They didn't lip, win the lip sync because you didn't pick any of them. Oh, you did, Scarlet. So she won the lip sync. Mm-hmm. So you get 10 points there. So you're at 25. Taking your wig off, no. <laughs> uh, crying in the workroom, no. Crying on the main stage, no. Australia doesn't reading, cry. <laughs> yeah, reading another queen and throwing shade. I don't think Scarlett did this week. Electra did. True. Being in the top 10. Oh, being in the top. So you didn't have that. Being in the bottom, minus five. So minus five for Scarlett. And Electra, right? Wasn't she in the bottom two? Well, I think the bottom two were just Maxie and Scarlett. All right, so those are the rules, and we'll put up a grid, and then you can either sign up with us and join, and we'll have a thing to look at, or you can just do it at home on your own and see how you do, but I hope you'll join us. Mm -hmm, I can't wait for Julie to destroy you all. (laughs) I mean, the scores are the scores. I can't. (laughs) Facts are facts. I can't. All right, we're going to play a game. All right. Love it. Five-second rule. So you have five seconds to name three things. So we'll practice because Nix is already up here. Can you see the screen? Mm-hmm. Name three pizza shops. Yes. Domino's, Papa John's, and... I did not say go, and I did not set the timer. So <laughs> Five seconds is shorter than you think it is. Yeah. All right. Nick, are you ready? The next one's going to be for you. Yes. As soon as I click the card, I'm going to press it. Or should we say name three pizza shops and then press start and give you five seconds from there? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, ready? Yes. Name three portrait studios. What? (laughs) Sears Sears in the 90s and Sears in the 2000s. Sorry. Portrait studios? What the fuck is that? I can't help it. I didn't make up the game. (laughs) Emma, are you ready? I'm ready. Name three famous female singers. Uh, Cher, Madonna, Beyonce. (laughs) One Portrait Studios? <laughs> I didn't, what the fuck pick, is I didn't pick the order. I what didn't are they even the name? What are Emma <laughs> has one point. Write it down. Okay, this next one's for me. I don't know what it says. Oh, I started my own timer. Why would I do that? I didn't even change it. Here, I'll, I'll read it off and you start your Hold timer. Hold on, okay. Name three types of fish. Piranha, swordfish, a shark, uh, no, uh, jellyfish, goldfish. Goldfish, I got it. Yes. You got there, yeah. One point, Emma, what is one my... point, Julie, zero points for Nick. What is the next one going to be? Like, name, name the three major points of the Iran-Contra agreement. Ready? Name three Chinese foods. Uh, bok choy, spring rolls, egg rolls. Good. Ha! One point for each. Emma, are you ready? I'm ready. Name three red fruits. Strawberries, raspberries, apples. Good one. Nice. Nice. Just right like Portrait Studios. Two, one, and one. <laughs> All right, Nick, you're going to read this one for me. You ready? Yeah. Name three TV shows. Are you fucking kidding me? The, the Brady Bunch, Mash, Different Strokes. <laughs> Portrait Studios? What two, is even a... two, and one. <laughs> oh, damn it. Nick, are you ready? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I guess. Name three of the satellites currently above you. 
Don't be such a booger. All right, here we go. <laughs> Name three brands of motorcycles. <laughs> Suzuki, Yamaha, Honda. Excellent. <laughs> God damn it. Why isn't it making sound? <laughs> Emma, are you ready? Ready. Name three types of chess pieces. Uh, king, rook, queen. Nice. nice. Three, two, and two. Okay. Nick is still losing. <laughs> Julie, name three cities in France. Ooh, Paris, Lyon. I'm out. <laughs> three, two, and two. <laughs> Nick, are you ready? Yes. Name three words that start with H-O. Go. Ho. Horrible. Hoda. Hoda copy. That's not a, that's not a word. That's a that's name. A, Honest. Three, two, and two. Emma. <clears throat> name three comedy movies. Five. Four. Oh, Baby Mama. Uh, two, <laughs> news. One. We're coming back, Julie, is what we're doing. <laughs> three, two, and two. Here we go. Oh, God. Name three jewelry stores. You'll love it at Levitt's. Uh, Kate, that lady. Um, <laughs> shit balls. I don't know. Zales. K. De Beers. Blood, diamonds. <laughs> yeah. What's the young people one at the mall? Claire's. Kate? No. <laughs> Charming Charlie's. No. It's like expensive. Um, Why is this not making noise? It's for right. young people and expensive. That's just rude. Yes. Nick, are you ready? No. Still three, two, and two. We're stuck. Okay. Name three alcoholic drinks. White Claws, Trulies, Whiskey, Vodka, Tequila, <laughs> Vodka Soda, Sex on you the Beach. You don't get extra points. Three, three, and three. Emma, name three gym exercises. Go. Uh, Push-ups, sit-ups, running. Nice. <laughs> it's Zales, Four, three, right? and two. I'm losing. Julie, name three fields. In Monopoly. Fields. Field Like squares? Railroads. St. James Place, Park Place. Yeah. Four, <laughs> three, and three. <laughs> Nick, are you ready? Yes, I am. Name three famous female singers. We've got Christina Aguilera. We've got Britney Spears. we got Pink. <laughs> four, four, and three. Mm -hmm. Fascinating, Julie. Emma, you ready? <laughs> You're winning. I'm losing. I know. That's what's fascinating. <laughs> Emma, ready. It's like this phone knows you guys. Name three meals that I have got fish in them. Meals. Hurry. Meals with fish. Portrait studios. Four, four, and three. Since we've gotten on the phone and asked you about alcoholic <laughs> drinks and Emma about fish, we're fair. Julie, I like the name red three fruits. famous Marias: Maria Menounos, Maria Conchita Alonso. Mother, I don't know. Maria Sharapova. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> Still four, four, and three. Damn it. Nick is going to pull ahead. Nick. Yeah. Name three tennis tournaments. French Open, Australian Open, U.S. Open, <laughs> Wimbledon. We got the Basel Open. Five, Woo! four, and three. Emma, are you ready? ready. Name three TV quizzes. Like Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Five, five, and three? Yep. I can't believe I'm losing. 
Julie, <laughs> name three actresses from English-speaking countries. Um, Kate Winslet, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Kate Blanchett. Nice. Five, five, and four. You should get bonus points for America, England. Down under. Last round. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Ready. Oh, fuck, yeah. Five, five, and four. Nick. Yeah. Name three units of measurement. Go. Uh, inches, centimeters, uh, yards. Excellent. Good job. Six, five, and four. <laughs> Emma, are you oh. ready? <laughs> ready. Name three things you can do in the bathroom. Poop, pee, shower. <laughs> nice. You two are going to have to have a tiebreaker. <laughs> All right. Let's make this the tiebreaker question. I don't know what it is yet. Nick, how many things do you think you can name? I'm not telling you what the category is. Like, and this is like, seconds. name that tune. Yeah. Three, four, five. Do I get more points if I name more? You're bidding, and whoever bids highest will try it. And if you get it right, you'll win the whole thing. And if you don't make it, the other person will win. So if I just say three and I get three, then I win? Unless Emma says, I'll do four. And then you say, you do it, Emma. Ah, and I go you can start at you. one. Oh, okay. So we'll just keep going back and forth, right? Yep. Okay, so I'll say one, yeah. Emma, I can do, do two. You wanna... So you can do two. I'll do three then. I can do four. I can do five. Is this how this works? <laughs> she can say you do it, and if you don't make it, then she wins. Or she can go for six. I'm going to have you go for five. Five. We have no idea what the category is. It's very exciting. It'll work great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick has said he can name five in five seconds. The category is brands of watches. Go. Rolex. Ah! <laughs> and he cracks under the pressure. What about Emma the show part? <laughs> no. Emma, you are the winner of this first nice. of, I think, many visits to the five-second <laughs> challenge. Nice. That was very fun. Very nice job. Um, I do want to say I've had a couple of requests at the last from people that have said we talk about things really quickly and then at the end we go over them again quickly again. So if we can maybe talk about like what we talked about. So if they wanted to go find out about it, mm -hmm. if there's any last minute things. So I have a last minute I forgot to say. I've been listening to Akila Hughes's book, Akila, obviously. It is awesome. It is just so her audiobook is amazing. So Akila Hughes, check out obviously. I also talked about Sweet Tooth which is a great show on Netflix that I really enjoyed. Welcome to Plathville, which is awful. It's on TLC, <laughs> but Psychology in Seattle is on YouTube and podcasts and, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts and things like that. I loved it. Nick, what did you talk about? So, talked about gymnastics. Simone Biles next takes the competition floor on June 25th on NBC Sports. That's the trials to determine the team that's going to Tokyo. Roland Garros, the finals are this weekend. Women's on Saturday, men's on Sunday. Reading, because Julie apparently does that. I've done it too. This past <laughs> year, I've read one book. It's called Red, White, and Royal Blue for Pride <laughs> Month. It's the perfect thing to pick up by Casey McQuiston. Very fun. Awesome. So if you want to get involved in our drag race um, fantasy league, which is going to be super fun, please check us out at TakesPod.com. You can check us out on Instagram under the same and Twitter. Please feel free to like and subscribe. Tell all your friends. Come and listen to us every week. We very much enjoy talking to you and talking to each other. So have a great week. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nick and Emma. Portrait Studios! <laughs> 
takes all over the place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.